1: What's going on, everyone? This is the CLNS Media Network's Patriots post-game show. Final score at Gillette Stadium: the Patriots fall to the Kansas City Chiefs, 23 to 16. Marv, I'm one guy, and I know you know sports officials. You can always get in them depending on the calls and whatnot. But I'm always one guy that usually says, you know, don't don't play for the officials. Keep playing your game. Play through it you know, you got to just play your game and can't really bank on what the officials do and don't do. I can blatantly and easily say today, Patriots got screwed.
0: Patriots did not lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. Patriots got screwed today. They lost to the wildlife zebras. That's what I'm going to call them. That was their opponent tonight in the second half. Look, we're going to come off as homers. We're going to come off as, oh, we're complaining. We're blaming the game on the referees. But listen here. The refs screwed the Patriots that second half, and I don't remember seeing a game. Obviously, I'm biased talking about the Patriots, where you the, you get screwed play after play after play, where it got to the point where it was too much to handle. Starting off, starting off with the um, the fumble that they caused on Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. and Stefan Gilmore was on his way to score six, and they said. No, no thanks. It's just gonna be a fumble because they they had a phantom whistle. You move on there, you finally get down the field. Nikhil Harry looks like he scored a touchdown. Clear Claire, clear as day. They said he was out of bounds. Then you you end up scoring three points. Fast forward, you stop the Kansas City Chiefs again. You're you're trying to go down the field. Philip Dorsett passed interference. Like there's so many more plays I can talk about, but. The referees were so bad. And on top of that, you've already wasted two challenges because of how bad the team, the referees were doing. So you weren't able to even save yourself from the from the damage that the refs did in this game. Final score, yes, it was 23-16, to 16, but Patriots had dominated the second half of this game. Dominated the second half of this game and were not given a fair chance to really come back.
1: Yeah, let me make sure this is clear. I understand this is the Patriots post game show, so we're going to talk everything Patriots and how they performed and break down the game and, and what happened. But let's be clear: as Patriots, you know, fans that I am, that you are, we still call it down. The I middle.
0: mean, you guys have been watching us long enough.
1: We call it down the middle, so I don't care if you're a Patriots fan. You're not a Patriots fan. I don't care if you hate the Patriots. You know, you're sick and tired of them winning. You're sick and tired of Belichick and Brady. Whatever. Put that aside. Let's talk about the game that actually took place and how the referees of this game, the officiating crew, blew multiple calls. Yes, were those calls maybe helped the Patriots be in favor of the Patriots? Sure. The Patriots were one of the two teams playing in the game. Absolutely. But regardless of how you feel about the Patriots or the Chiefs or whatever, if you're just talking about the game that took place, the football game that took place, the referees screwed up, and it took a lot of opportunities and chances away for the New England Patriots to be in this game, to possibly tie the game, to possibly take the lead. That's just what it boils, boils down to. The referees screwed. You know, people will come in the comments say it's ref gate or Patriots got robbed. Sure, whatever way you want to sum it up, whatever phrase you want to use, whatever. Uh, line you want to say the fact still remains the referees had a bad game
0: right and now that we got that out the way the refs sucked especially the second half going forward we still got to talk about 16 points that the Patriots only put up against this Kansas City Chiefs defense and that is still unacceptable the Patriots still found a way to struggle offensively moving the ball. The times where they finally got were able to get free, you had the flea flicker. You had the James White pass. Like, it's taking a lot for this offense to get things going. The running game, non-existent. We saw, I'm not even looking at the thing, right? Yes, Burkhead led the team in rushes with seven. <laughs> that right there should tell tell you all. Sony Michelle nowhere to be found. Five carries, eight yards. James White, we we know what he's utilized for. He's not utilized for the rushing game. He has six carries, probably the best one out the rushers out the team. Six rushes, thirty three yards. The one rush touchdown you got was from Brandon Bolden on the outside, but you're still not able to move the ball offensively.
1: Yeah, this running game is non-existent then that's,
0: that's, tr- that's a problem.
1: It was definitely non-existent today. Again, like Marv just said, I want to reiterate, Sonny Michelle, five carries for eight yards. <laughs> five carries for eight yards. And you say, all right, Michelle doesn't have it going. The next guy to step up. Sure, Rex Burkhead, seven carries for 15 yards, 2.1 yards per carry. Sonny Michelle, you can do the math. Five carries for eight yards, 1.6 yards per carry. The running game being non-existent doesn't help anything. Then you move past the running game, the offensive line. I know people are so hyped. Isaiah wins back. Isaiah wins back, and he's going to be great, and it's going to help protect Brady. Don't get me wrong. Isaiah Win is a step up from Newhouse. My my stray cat that I see running down the street is a step up from Newhouse. Jesus. But the fact still remains that the offensive line is putrid,
0: putrid, putrid, putrid.
1: Newhouse, uh, Isaiah Wynn, doesn't matter. All of them across the board collectively are struggling as a unit to help the run game and help protect Tom Brady. You move past the offensive line. Tom Brady, let's be straight up. He's not Mr. Accurate right now. Some of his balls are not what we've seen from him over the years. That also plays into the part of a not having enough time in the pocket, which falls a little bit on the offensive line. But Tom Brady himself, we've all seen, and if you can't agree with this, I don't know what you're watching, but Tom Brady is not super accurate like he's been over the years.
0: Yeah, and we could just talk about that f- the first half, you know, missing, missing plays, right? missing Edelman on that on that fourth down where you needed to um, move on. But prior to missing Edelman that first fourth down, that third down, you have Jacoby Myers who, who drops the ball. So it's offensively everywhere you're looking at is just not looking good.
1: Yeah. I mean, then you look at the wide receivers and the guys that they have out there, it's confusing. It's confusing because – You see these guys set up. I don't know what's happening to Jacoby Myers. I don't know. I don't know. Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Ellsbury, whatever the heck you want to call it. Don't do that. I saw you tweet that. Don't do that. (laughs) What happened to the guy? This is a guy who had all the hype coming out of the preseason, all the hype, all the patients found a gem an undrafted free agent, you know, that they brought to the team. And he looked great. Now, when they're actually really needing to rely on him, He's not stepping up in big moments and opportunities.
0: Yeah, the the touchdown that we're talking about the Philip Dorset play, right? Where there was a pass interference later on the or was it the Nikhil Harry play where we they called it out of bounds, right? Yes. You move forward, and then there was a play where you threw the ball to Jacoby Myers and it looked like it was a touchdown at first, and then you see he didn't he wasn't able to reel it in. Yeah. Out muscled. And then, the, yeah, there's another play where down the field where it was a pass interference on Jacoby Myers. He couldn't reel it in because he was out muscle. There's this place where you look at him, you see, OK, this is not a stud. Yeah. You know, he's not someone who's going to make incredible plays. He's, he's reliable at times, but he's not a huge playmaker. I mean, there's a reason that somehow he went undrafted in the league. And you, we can see that there's mistakes there. Nikhil kill Harry. He's been showing us glimpses, glimpses, glimpses that he could be something special, but we haven't really seen it all day. He's it's like I think someone mentioned it in even the comments. He's in the doghouse, so we haven't been able to see much of him. Sunu is it's starting to look at like this Sunu thing hasn't really been working out. He's yeah. not a- he's not able to one separate from the corners. And when he's given opportunity, he's not making the best out of it. The best game he had was against the um, Baltimore Ravens where you got your break speed off. So offensively, everywhere is looking bad. James White, Julian Edelman. That's it. That, that's it. That <laughs> That is your offense. James White, it seemed like they saved him for the second half. Utilize him more if you have to. Like, if it's not working with Sony Michelle's, it's not working with Burkhead, it's okay to just have one running back out there. That's how you football used to be played. <laughs> With just one running back out there and letting him do work. Because this offense is very, very limited. I know everyone's talking about the refs. And we got robbed. And we spoke about it. We yes. spoke about it in the first five minutes on the show. And we just can't keep bringing it up. <laughs> you know, we got to talk about what happened in this game. The first half, Mike, once again... And this is crazy for me to say this. people might go wild, but the first half, the Patriots once again got outcoached. Outcoached simply. Another week, third week in a row, where an offense knows what to do against your defense, where they put them in the pistol and your defense is, is lost. They don't know what they don't know what's going on. They don't know what to do. Third week in a row that a team is able to out scheme you or know how to play around it. You would think. After the Ravens game, that's something that would be a point of emphasis. And then the Houston Texans, they did the same thing against you. Then you have the Kansas City Chiefs doing the pistol formation once again. What? Like, defensively, yes, they played great. They only allowed the Chiefs to score three points in the second half. But that first half right there, there there was areas where you were supposed to try to do something they couldn't. Obviously, Travis Kelsey... He got the best of everyone. Travis Kelsey could do whatever he wanted, except for when we finally forced that fumble against the team. Because yo, you have some playmakers. You got Tyreek Hill.
1: Yep. You have um Travis Kelsey, and those guys did what they do best. Yeah, I mean the the uh, um, Kansas City Chiefs offense came out and they tried a couple different things, and for the most part, they worked. But for the most part, collectively, if you look at the whole game, Patriots defense held their own for the most part. Yes. You had that play there with they ran the pistol. Um, Travis Kelsey got that touchdown, but for the most part, I would say the Patriots did the defense did enough to put this team in a position. You're you're telling me 20? You're holding Kansas City to 23 points. I'm not mad. I'm not. You can't be mad mad at that, especially talking about in the second half. You only gave up what three three points? Three points. You gave up in the second half. The defense stepped up. But here's again, like you just talked about, you know, a couple of weeks now where the Patriots get an out coach. It's a couple of weeks now where a part of that, the offense, in a sense, is nowhere to be found. They continue to struggle. This offense completely lost their mojo. I don't know where. I can't pinpoint it when. Some people say the, the moment you got rid of Antonio Brown might have been it. Or maybe it's the moment that you shipped um, on you, me, you decided to get rid of Josh Gordon. I don't know where it it was, but somewhere along the way, this offense lost its mojo. You know, you played the the Browns where you put up 27. Then you lost to the Ravens. You put up 27 because the Browns gave you a couple. True. That is also true. Um, You played the Ravens where you scored just 20. And then from there, it's just been downhill. You put up 17 against the Eagles. You got that win. Sure. You luckily beat the Cowboys. Cowboys suck. You put up 13 to beat them. The uh, Texans, you only put up 22, you take the loss. Chiefs, you only put up 16, like this offense, Brady, the weapons. I saw a comment earlier that said when I was talking about Jacoby Myers, you know, not doing anything, he kind of sucks. The comment says something along the lines of, you know, he's a rookie. Why are you expecting so much from a rookie? You're right. You're right. I shouldn't be expecting so much from a team that should be so much from a rookie for a team that should be contending for a Super Bowl. I've said this before, whether it's been on this post-game show. I've said it maybe on the round table that we do. There's no reason why Brady, being a veteran quarterback with a team that's supposed to be a Super Bowl-contending team, this is the wide receivers he has to be set up with to move along the season. Not, not Belichick's fault. He brought them in. He brought them in. He brought them in. Josh Gordon, we still don't know what happened there. Um... Antonio Brown, he shot himself Sanu in the foot. Edelman, Sanu Edelman, sure, but like veteran receiver, I, li- I can't. I can't. I'd be lying to you if I said I'm not happy that Demarius Thomas, was Demarius Thomas, Jacoby Myers, and Nikhil Harry shouldn't have prominent roles on this offense. I don't know. I'm saying that, but I don't know. Like maybe who they should have in replacement or guys out there. That can there maybe, isn't. There's not much, but at the same time, you're in a tough situation where you're banking on this offense to produce with a guy who went undrafted. For some reason, he went undrafted. We're, we might be starting to see that now. And the Keel Harry is still trying to find his footing. The guy can't even get on the field. We're talking about a guy who finished the game, the number one pick in the draft, finished the game with uh, one target. I mean, it was eight. Hey, it was a great play, too. He tried his best to get his touchdown. The ref screwed he him, whatever. He got the touchdown. He got the touchdown. But still, one target for your number one draft pick who should be fully healthy now on the field? Yeah, and
0: I would love to see Dorsett more. I would love to see Dorsett on this offense more. We we saw that he caused the early in the game. He caused a pi, and then he went got sent to the medical tent later in the game. But utilize Dorsett. He's been a guy that Brady has relied on in the past, and he's always delivered. So I don't, so I really don't know what's going on with that. But you know, people in the comments saying adjustments need to be made. When is it going to happen? Because you're not—it's not like you're facing tough defenses here, Mike. Kansas City Chiefs are one of the worst, one of the worst defenses in the league. And once again, you were only able to put up seven, 16 points against them. Granted, it should have been twenty, should have been twenty, we, we or even more than that, because we're talking about the defense should have scored two. We get it. We understand the refs screwed everything up but you need to be able
1: to score. Too many plays left out on their field. Yeah, man. Again, it falls back onto the fact that this offense just can't, you know, put points on the board. They're really struggling. And then next to that, you know, obviously there were games early in the season where the defense were able to cause turnovers, you know, get a pick six, fumble recovery, return for a touchdown. And you mean those plays that when they happen, they're great. If your defense is able to provide 14 points for you in a game, you have to be very happy with that. But you can't bank on that happening every week. You have an offense for a reason. The offense needs to go out there and put points and, up. And Brady, the weapons, McDaniel's, the running game—it's just not happening. Right this now.
0: is what drove me crazy about um, this offense in this game. So earlier, you're talking about causing turnovers, right? You had to bl- you had a block punt. You had a block punt in this game where you got set up in good field position and were able to put zero on the field, three and out right away. That's unacceptable. You got to capitalize, especially against an, your opponent who's an offensive juggernaut. You, you have to capitalize on opportunities like that, and they weren't able to. Like we said, that first half of the Patriots was bad. They got booed off the field. <laughs> like it was not. It was not a good showing at all. Luckily, they were able to pick it up. Someone in the comments said the Patriots' defense was worse. They clearly didn't watch the game because the second half, Patriots did adjustments, and they shut Patrick Mahomes down for the most part, caused caused a fumble, stopped Tyreek Hill from going crazy, contained him.
1: Patriots' defense was not the reason why you lost this game whatsoever. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, the more I sit here and continue to think about it and analyze it, if you've been watching this show – um. You've known that since the week they faced um, the Cleveland Browns. I said Patriots are going to now start to go on this stretch where they're going to face solid teams. You know, my prediction coming into the season was that the Browns, Ravens, Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs—those six teams were going to be a tough stretch for the Patriots. Going off of that stretch that I looked at to come, to, looked at at the beginning of the season, the Patriots come through that stretch. Now three and three, three wins, three losses. You know, you beat the Browns, you beat the Eagles, beat the Cowboys, losses to the Ravens, Texans, Chiefs. Are we looking at a team that is really struggling offensively? Like this is an issue that we need to have major, major, major concern about, or is this just the fact that they've faced some tough teams over the last six weeks? No, it's the, it's the former.
0: This offense sucks, Mike. It's, it's, there's no there's no excuse about who your opponent you're facing, Mike. We're talking about this three sides of the field, three sides, three positions. There's the offenses, the defenses, special teams, <clears throat> and you face tough teams. Sure, none of them where their defense was was elite. Kansas City people probably would looked at that <clears throat> prior to the season and said, "Oh, this would have been your toughest matchup." And you were only able to put up 16 points. You listed yeah. up the scores of, of all six games. Most of them, if you scored in the 20s, is because your defense was scoring.
1: You know, as much as we're sitting here talking about the offense, how bad they've been, the issues going on, here's probably a bright spot in this whole situation now with the struggling offense. The last three games, obviously, the Bills are a tough opponent. But you take on the Bengals and the Dolphins. Here's a chance, <clears throat> especially starting next week against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are like one in yeah. You're going twelve. Whatever happens, you're gonna smack that. Yeah, that team getting smacked. But okay, and that, you're saying like you say that they should get smacked. Here's a chance to start to right the ship and build some confidence. The team suffered back-to-back losses, something that Belichick and the Patriots don't usually do. But if you want to talk about a time where you can maybe get things back on track, fix the offense, gain some, regain some confidence as you head towards the end of the season, look towards the postseason, you have to come out with a solid game against Cincinnati. So, this reminds you a little bit of last year, right?
0: Patriots playing horrible. We all believe that last year's team is, n- is not a Super Bowl team and if they weren't in the AFC East last year they're not they're not getting a bye week similar situation this week this year where two out of three teams should be fairly easy you mm-hmm. should be the. you have one tough game against the bills but the bills will be you'll be facing the bills here at home if you win out these three games that's a lot of confidence go, and you get a bye and you get the next game is at home there's a lot of confidence going into those three, two, three games after you win, just like last year. Last year was the same scenario. Team is struggling offensively, defensively. Yeah. They start to really get things going. Beat the um, they beat the dolphins, beat the jets or whatever, move on, get the bye, go into go in, beat the chargers first game, and then they face Kansas City. Something similar can happen this year as well. Where you you beat all these teams, you go and you get your first game at New England, and then your next game you have to go face the Ravens. The only thing this year is possibly your first game that you get could easily be Kansas City, yep, or the Buffalo Bills, who are better opponents than the the Los Angeles Chargers, whatever they're called. So it's definitely going to be a harder harder road to the Super Bowl this year but similar scenarios like you mentioned.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what it it all really boils down to is the fact that you're hoping that Patriots can right the ship a little bit within these next two games. Obviously, I think we're all in agreement. You should beat the the Bengals. Yeah. If you lose to the Bengals, now (laughs) you're not going to see trick (laughs) plays
0: against the Bengals. If
1: you lose to the Bengals, then you can really – if you have, a, if, I don't know if some people have officially pushed the panic button, I haven't pushed the panic button. But if you lose to the Bengals, depending on how that game goes and it's a loss, now I'm really questioning how far this team will go. But I believe a Bengals victory will come. Um, then if you could take on the Bills, and yes, the Bills have been a solid, you know, team throughout the whole season, but you face the Bills in New England. If you get a dominant performance against the Bills, you know, it'll definitely raise a lot of confidence and faith in this team all around are the bills the ravens no are the bills the chiefs no but the bills have been performing very well this season bills mafia whatever they're called you get that win dolphins you know they're not really playing for anything but it'd be good to end the season on a high note whether you get it you're getting the you know a buy or not you want to end the season on a high note one one ended healthy with everybody healthy and two ended on a high note so it remains to be seen. Again, Patriots has got the real tough stretch, real tough stretch of solid teams. All teams are either in contention, fighting for contention, still have something to play for. Other than the Browns, most of these teams, oh, probably the Eagles and Cowboys. <laughs> now,
0: and in looking into the um the second the second half as well, there were some positives. Absolutely, there were some positives. You know. Let's take away the refs and everything like that. Patriots were finally able to move the needle a little bit against this, against uh, Kansas City's defense. You know, Edelman, what more can you say about Julian Edelman? The guy's just a warrior. A warrior. He had help. Jeez. Eight receptions, 95 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, he he goes out there, man. He's getting double-teamed. And he's still finding a way to get the ball and fight for extra yardage as he as he always does, as he continues to do yep. in this game. I feel like the Patriots defensively played excellent against Patrick Mahomes in the second half. Really contained him, really flustered him in the first half. They, even in the first half, they were hitting him hard. Sure. What I didn't like about the first half, you can't let a team convert on third and third and 19. You can't let them score a touchdown on two and 25. Like Those are corrections that need to be fixed easily. But second half, Mahomes was bottled up. The running game, they handled that. Fairly well. Um, LeSean McCoy, 11 carries, 39 yards. Ware didn't go anywhere, with five carries, 11 yards. You look at their receivers, like I said, Travis Kelsey was able to do whatever he wanted on that field. Yeah. Seven receptions, 66 yards. You just don't have a guy that can really cover an elite tight end. And most teams don't. Most teams just don't have that. So you got to be physical with him. And that's what they were able to do when McCourty was able in, – incredible. Incredible force, um, force fumble, which was so unfortunate that the refs had to screw that up because Gilmore was going to take that to the house.
1: Yeah, man, <clears throat> I'm reading a lot of comments, people are going back and forth in here. Um, but yes, a lot of positives to take away still from this game. You know, people are going to harp on the refs and how they performed and whatnot. But one thing that, for the most part, has stayed consistent, <clears throat> excuse me, throughout this season is the fact that. Patriots have a pretty solid defense, pretty solid defense. And, you know, you went from the first several games of the season where it said, wow, not only do we have a solid defense, but the offense is pretty damn good, too. Right. You know, undefeated. You, talk. I was just about to say that I will I'm, I, I will admit it. The start of this season, I was on a undefeated train. And my, oh my, it seems like we're light years. Seems long ago, huh? Seems like we're light years away from that talk because I thought after those first, you know, how many games they went in a row, about seven, eight games in a row. I'm thinking, whoa, this team can really go undefeated. Defense is shutting people down. Brady has a decent amount of weapons making things happen. I thought this team was going undefeated. We had a full possible roundtable to show something talking about is 19-0 really a possibility for this team?
0: It just doesn't happen. People get hurt. Things change. Yeah, I think like, this
1: season really goes to show me how well the stars were aligned in 2007. Yeah, the st- I mean, yes, they didn't get it done. I tried telling you there will never be an opportunity like 2007. But the stars it will were, never be something like aligned that. in 2007. And I thought they were possibly aligned again this season, but here we are. <laughs> Offense sucks. Brady doesn't have any more. We don't have any weapons, you know. We we it's, it's a complete twist and change of how I felt to start the year for sure. Ryan Mooney's asking me
0: if this is the last season for Brady in New England. Ryan, with all due respect, I'm not going to answer that question right now. Do things look good? No. Brady's mood and everything like that has really got me got me thinking and all I know is going to be a very, very interesting offseason for Tom Brady and the Patriots. I don't know what is going to happen. I'm really clueless. If I was going to pick whether he stay or not, I'm really on the fence 50-50. But ask me ask me closer to during the end of the season.
1: I'll make my judgment there. I'm sorry for all the people that heard me talk about 2007 and got really depressed. You go. wasn't my intentions, but... It is what it is. Um. Yeah, man. Tough, tough, tough game to lose. Tough game to lose today against the Kansas City Chiefs. This game pissed me off. It, this game really... Didn't make a lot of people happy. This game really... A little bit stay. of the Patriots play a lot of
0: the refs, but... The, the, these are the games... You just don't even want to watch ESPN the next day. Yeah, You don't even want to... You know, all the shows, the first takes, and the... Uh, yeah, you don't... You just want to just be in your little bubble. Skip
1: and, Bayless and Shannon. You know, they're all going to have their segments about the Patriots, and... You don't want to watch. You don't
0: want to really watch. It
1: is what it is. But if you've been a Patriots fan long enough, you know, you can't really harp on these games similar to a season or two seasons ago, whatever... You lost to the Chiefs. You're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, you're on to Cincinnati. That's literally what it is. Not even just to use that that motto or whatever that Belichick had, but that's literally the case. You're on to Cincinnati, and you can hope within these next couple of games, you know, they show they something gets sparked. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is either. Comments are booming, though. Appreciate y'all in the comments. Absolutely, but we can all we get ready to jump to the stars and sorries, man. Unless you got more comments on this game, yeah, that's why I did the drum roll. Oh, thought, you was ready? Thought, oh, thought you, thought was, you set I it up. It was ju- yeah, I'm gonna ask you on
0: this show because I don't know what it means. But what's
1: what's uh, what's the blue mark mean on on the comment section? <laughs> you asking me? Like I know, I saw it pop up too. I don't know, but whoever said that, TJ Hannah, appreciate it. I don't know what your dollar ninety nine. you know, thanks. Does that, does that come to what? I used to put it $2, you
0: know,
1: $1. they still do McChicken's <sighs> nah, value meal. Value meal. Go to ahead. That. Hey, we appreciate Someone it. Someone send Whatever another one. So we get a four for four on this side. Fox. <laughs> but anyways, yes, let's get right into it. Stars and sorries of the game. Star of the game. Let's start it off with the stars. If you have some, please send them our way via the comments. But, star of the game, you know, two guys, I just get it right out of there. Two guys for sure definitely receive a star of the game. Two guys who've continuously showed up week in and week out Julian Edelman and James White. Once again, you know, we put the stats out there, but just to remind everybody, Julian Edelman, eight receptions, 95 yards, yeah. and a touchdown. James White had five receptions for 27 yards. He also ran the ball six times for 33 yards. And he also, Completed his first career pass for 35 yards, a pass that went to Jacoby Myers. Um, Shout out to those two guys. They both received stars of the game. Last couple of weeks, it seems like it's always them because they always seem to be the only bright spots in this offense. And they continue to be, you know, models of consistency for this team. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. White, Edelman, that's the duo right there offensively
0: for the New England Patriots. Got to give Devin McCourty a star as well. For that play I was just talking about, that forced fumble on Travis Kelsey was huge. He led the team in tackles tonight with nine. Devin McCourty's having one of his best seasons in New England right now. Definitely got to give him a star. Look, I don't want to do it, but I got to say it. Patrick Mahomes got his first dub against the New England Patriots. This is this is the newcomer, the up-and-coming up athlete. We all know what he can do in this game. Sure, he got a lot of help from the Zebras tonight, but he got his first dub. First half, he was incredible. Second half, got bottled up. I'll give Kansas City their star for beating New England at New England. Don't, I'm not happy about it, but it is what it is. Shout out to um TJ Hanna. You get a star on this show, too. Facts. For your donation. Your donation (laughs) helps us out. So we appreciate you. You definitely get a
1: star. But, Mike, when there's the good, there's the bad. And when you're bad on this show right here, we tell you sorry. Sorry. So swing the sorries out to us for sure. Let's get the first one out the way. Yeah. Speak on it, Marv. Ah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I mentioned it earlier. Patriots had two opponents. It was the Kansas City Chiefs and the Wildlife Zebras. You know, Wildlife Zebras, they're in every game. But usually, they make their presence known a tad bit. They don't come in and sit on the bench, call plays, and really start messing things up. But that's what the Wildlife Zebras did tonight against the New England Patriots. They have phantom calls. They 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 called things out of bounds when it wasn't out of bounds. Forced Bill Belichick to throw challenges and wasn't overturned. I mean, this game is as sorry as it gets for the refs. I know we're, there's been bad plays like in the Saints NFC Championship. Where that's one major blown call. I'm talking about calls, plural, horrible. The whole second half was real bad, mispass interferences. And then when they messed up for the Patriots, they even tried to give us a makeup call with um with Kansas City. It was just a sorry-ass game. Sorry-ass game from the referees. And, you know, everyone tomorrow is going to be talking about the Nikhil Harry non-touchdown play so on this show we gotta give it to the sorry ass refs and give them a big fat oh sorry.
1: sorry and this is this this sorry is like i don't if you didn't feel it this is a serious sorry because the refs terrible 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 again i'm not one to harp on the refs i know i'm not a professional athlete most basketball i've ever played some pickup men's league around the way and even in those leagues you know, if the refs don't call a foul, I know football and basketball are two different sports, but you know, the refs don't call a foul for me. I felt like I get hacked. I don't spend time arguing with the refs. I'm not an arguer with the refs. I just go down and say, whatever, let me get to the next play. But when you're this bad and you're costing games and costing points and touchdown, like damn, sorry ass performance. I don't know how those referees made their way out of New England. I always wondered that, but they got a secret tunnel somewhere private bus. Yeah, I
0: don't know how they're getting out. I don't long. know
1: how they're getting out of New England. I don't know how they're getting out of Massachusetts, private plane somewhere. I don't know, but good luck.
0: This was, this one was bad. This one was real bad. And everyone who's on the comments talking about, we complaining and things like that. You clearly didn't watch the show. You, ju- you just jumped in. You must've just jumped <laughs> in because we broke this game down completely. What else? What what else is the sorry out there? I know
1: you want to give one. Oh, yeah. I just I seen his want... name pop up too. Just be respectful with his name. Jacoby Ellsbury Myers. Oh my God. Not the Boston Red Sox, Jacoby Ellsbury, the Yankees, Jacoby Ellsbury. Jesus. I don't the man went undrafted. He's which trying, which man. means his name was on the draft board, and 32 teams said, Stop. Yeah, don't we're not it. drafting that guy. But the Patriots said, Hey, we'll take a chance on him. And you know, he said, Oh, Patriots, I thank you. You're giving me a chance. I'm so thankful. I'm gonna come here and I'm work hard and do my thing. Mike is being
0: disrespectful.
1: Went to training camp. It looked good in training camp. Look good. Went to preseason, looked good in preseason. Look good. A couple of exhibition games look great. You know, a couple of early games on in the season, not on the field. A couple of times guys go, hey, where's Jacoby Myers? He looked good. Why isn't he getting a chance? Where's Jacoby Myers at? Well, Jacoby Myers, you on the you on the field now. You're on the field, you're getting opportunities. And Brady is putting the ball right in your mother Ah, a children's show. Come on, bro. Brady's giving you the ball in your hands. You know what they call hands that sometimes can't catch? Stone hands. Mm. Brick hands. Ah. Hands made out of cement. Jacoby Myers Ellsbury has been very, very, especially after this game, very, 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 very. Sorry, sheesh Mike. I'm and not
0: giving Myers a I'm sorry.
1: giving him a sorry. Yeah, I'm not giving
0: him a sorry. Byers still comes out. and He makes some plays here. You call there. him Byers? That's ice cream. I said Myers. Oh, Put I think some said, respect on my name. Said. I said Myers. Myers, I won't give him a sorry, but boy oh boy, his hands ain't what we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> just the offense once again. Once again, you have another opportunity. To put up some points against a sorry ass defense, and you're not able to. Yeah, there's man. nobody missing, there's nobody hurt. God, nah, this is the team you, you have have to is, work with. This is your team right here, and boy, it's looking slow. Once it, it's like once they get to the red zone, the, this team just doesn't know what to do. Yeah, the red zone offense is
1: caca. Even there in the Bad. fourth, I'm just watching it in inside the twenty. And I'm just, I have no confidence. No, there's, there's, I have no confidence. There's nothing. There is nothing. They tried that, to go to Edelman, and even that play, I'm like, that's that's all we got because you know, we just, it was, it's tough.
0: Yeah, man, this this offense not looking good, but you move on like you Mike said to Cincinnati Bengals. Things should
1: things should start looking prettier, should. You use that game, mop the floor with the Bengals. Mop the floor with the Bengals and give a nice little confidence boost. Yes, are they an elite team? Are you beating an elite-dominant team? No, you're not. Excuse me. I understand the Bengals, they suck. It just hasn't been their year, which seems to be the story the last several years right. for them. But you need to mop the floor with the Bengals. Point blank, period. I need to see of them early season blowouts – that the Patriots were putting up earlier in the season. I need to see that against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's just it. Definitely. And everyone who's in the comments, giving likes, giving donations.
0: Shout out <laughs> to y'all. Man, we get it. This game wasn't pretty. We might have looked frustrated out there calling people out their names and such whatnot. Yeah. But this is just a show, man. This is we have fun here. You know give us a shout out where you're from. We'll give you guys a couple of shout outs where you are watching the Patriots post game show
1: from. Yeah, let us know. Shout out to Nick. We do the Patriots Nick, round Nick, table. Nick, you're just trying to get me hyped up. Stop dropping Danny Ainge's name in this damn post game show. I don't want to talk about it, Nick. This is the Patriots post game, don't don't like here, the here,
0: post game show. Please don't get me hyped here. The Celtics post game show. Please
1: don't get me hyped here. Shout Nick. out to Nick. We do the
0: Patriots roundtable. You could catch us during the week. Mike, nice, myself, and Nick holding it down, and we'll definitely be talking more about this Kansas City game for sure. We got our boy Eric, always showing love from Nigeria, Lagos. What's the word? We got Jaron from Georgia.
1: Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. We won't sing on this show. Not karaoke time. Not karaoke but yeah, time. look. Another comment again. We still getting the A B comments. The Patriots came out and said they are not going it's to not resign Antonio Brown. Read my lips: the Patriots will not be resigning Antonio Brown. Let it go. It's tough. Believe me, it's tough. It is an easy match for Patriots Antonio Brown. It's easy, but it's not happening. We got Derek. He said Des. Des Bryant. You know. Take a chance, bring him in for the week for training camp. If training he, camp. I mean not training camp. Sorry. Bring him in for a week of practice. If he sucks, he sucks. Let him go. It can't hurt having Des Bryant out there with Nikhil and Jacoby. It can't hurt. But we'll, we'll see. We got people
0: from Ottawa watching. We got we got who we got here. Vic from Kansas, Kansas City. City. Hey. Okay, okay. I don't know if you, with whose side you want? Vic, but shout out for you to watching us from all the way over there. Yeah, man. Any last thoughts on this game, on this show?
1: Look, again, I said it again, tough loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, especially at home, ending the Patriots' 21-game winning streak at Gillette Stadium. You know, I'm always one to say playing in Gillette is tough for opposing teams. Kansas City was able to come in and get the win, which is a rare occurrence. Um, also having to go up against the refs didn't make things any easier, but either way on to Cincinnati, that's where I'm at right now. All right. All right. This is, we got some
0: people still talking about death, but you know, we got some chief nations in the,
1: in, in the comment. Shout out to chief nations. You know, we open it. I hope we see them again. We don't I just need they, all the Patriots fans. We want people who root on for everybody. Just sports fans, football fans in general. You know,
0: appreciate the comments and everything. All the new
1: people, we are here every game.
0: After every game, this is where you can find us. Patriots Post Game Show on CLNS Media. Give us a like. You know, that all of that, all the support matters. It helps. It helps us continue to do this show. So if you are a Chiefs fan, you are a Patriots fan, or you're just a football person, or you're just a fan of us. You don't (laughs) even watch football. You just like seeing our faces. Appreciate Charlene. Give us a little like, and we're going to continue this going every week as long as the Patriots are playing. And for us, it's been, what, a three-year streak? Three, four years? We're on a three-year streak since we've been doing this. Every year
1: we've done this post-game show, the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl. Oh, y'all didn't know? Hmm. Every year, Marvin and I have done this show, the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl. And they've had some bad years. They've had some good years, but know what? It always ends is the super bowl so let's hope that that luck continues once again this is has been the clns media networks patriots post game show marvin is on mike Molino. we will see you guys next week following the game against the cincinnati Bengals. Bengals.